0: Rocket boys, let's go, baby. Let's go, baby. We are the journey. We are the
1: journey, rocket. When the whistle blows, when the whistle blows,
0: you know it's time. You know it's time. Thanks for agreeing to come on today, mate.
1: No, good. Uh yeah, no, honoured to be asked. Uh yeah, obviously watched uh a few of the vids and uh and in interviews. It's yeah, it's good stuff. It's uh, obviously with no footy on, it's something that's engaging the the fans and, and keeping people interested in footy, so no, it's all good. Jeez bro. Um how's the lockdown been going for for you and the family? Uh yeah, that's no, she's good. Uh, it's been interesting, uh challenging at times. Uh we've got four four kids, so uh it's it's really about trying to keep them uh, entertained and uh <laughs> uh under control. But she's been good. Yeah, like obviously uh it's not it's not the greatest not the ideal situation for everybody, but just trying to make the most of it, spend time with them. Uh been been lucky like that.
0: Yeah, I saw earlier in your lockdown that you uh,
1: had them going through some rugby drills, mate. Missing footy Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah i think it was just more trying to get them outside and burn off some energy um <laughs> yeah sometimes you have to get a bit creative to to, to drain them down um yeah. but yeah they're not um i suppose they're a bit uh they're not really sporty um our oldest ellery plays a bit of netball um mm. and then Tawila our next oldest she likes playing floorball which is indoor uh hockey and but yeah they're not particularly sporty but they like getting outside and having a run around so that's all good
0: yeah nice well bro we'll we'll get into uh things straight away i just want to do a quick plug to uh, one of our sponsors peak electrical shout out to glenn and the team out there uh, for supporting the uh, club um but just a quick intro on my guest today if everyone is listening uh Got Nick Risden on. Uh, he's a St. Bernard's College old boy. Uh, Done a, a, a little stint in Wainui. Uh, Had old boys Maris. Uh, winning uh, at least two two Jubilee Cups and he's a double centurion there as well. Uh, Wellington under 21s, Wellington Bs. Uh, played for Buller. Uh, Wadded up a bush. Um, including a Ranfairly Shield challenge against Wellington in 09, I think. Uh, one and fifteen, and uh, the current rugby development officer at Haro Boys. Uh Very well, welcome. <laughs> Cheers, dear. Thanks for the uh, thanks for the intro. Done your homework.
1: Well done.
0: Yeah, it was, it was hard finding the info uh, on you, out there, mate. But, um, bro, I just want to start by maybe uh, getting to know you a little bit um, for our listeners. I first met you at St Bernard's, um, 2001. Uh, ended up being a pretty special year for you, for you and the boys.
1: Absolutely, yeah um, uh, Part of a, a really special uh, group, a team uh, The year before, u uh, 2000 we, Our first 15 pretty much lost every game that year um, Didn't have a great year We had a, um, a pretty strong team on paper um, But we just couldn't put it together on the team uh, On the day, on the field uh, Coming to 2001, our first game for that year Was a promotion relegation match against Heretonga College um, lose that, we're playing Prem 2, uh, win that, and we can stay up in Prem 1. We won that fairly convincingly. Um, and then just over the course of the year, just the um, the spirit in the team, the togetherness, the confidence just, just grew. And I suppose it um, culminated in us beating Wellington College um, mm-hmm. at Porro Park in the final of Prem 1. Um, obviously, you're a part of that as well, Friggy, And uh, it's a pretty, pretty special year. Um, I think, for, well, for me, some great memories starting off going down to Nelson College, um, a way trip. Uh, went up to um, Auckland for quad. We lost both those games, but um, had an awesome time travelling up there with the boys and back. Um, and just, yeah, special time. Obviously, first of things, um, really special rugby. It's something that you remember for the rest of your life, because those a guys here going to class with and eating your lunch with and, and you're spending so much time with them. So it, yeah, it's very, very special.
0: Yeah, shout out to Matt Sima and Don Pereira on that Nelson trip. Um talk about it, but, <laughs> you know. Um, but, um, yeah, such a good group that you yeah, kind of, who are the guys that you continue to play with um,
1: in club rugby that kind of come through that First 15 team as well? Yeah, so I mean probably looking at that group, there wasn't uh there wasn't a whole lot of guys that sort of went on and and played rep rugby. A few carved out quite successful club careers. Um obviously Matt uh Matt Timer, Leone Timor, um at Huddle Boys Marist. Um he had the likes of Dwayne and Fasio Patoni, uh, and facio mm. went on to uh play for Wainui as well. Um he had Greg Walker um who obviously played a lot for Petoni. He was a fifth former that year. He was the youngest in the team. Um and he played he played really well for us. Uh, he obviously went on to do um to do good things for petoni uh, he had a couple of guys that went on to play um league uh for the likes of Ranwick with Don. But quite a lot of the boys ended up uh kind of moving over to Aussie actually so um yeah. as they do. Well,
0: yeah, um, nice. But, um, you, Out of school, you done a, a quick stint up at Wainui, um, kind of where you played your junior footy, and then you came back to Hutt. Was, uh, was it kind of hard, kind of leaving Wainui to come back to Hutt? Uh, yeah,
1: definitely. Like, uh, my family, well, I I'm, I still live in Wainui. I grew up in Wainui, played my junior rugby for Wainui. Uh My dad played for Wainui, and my grandparents were big um, supporters of Wainui rugby as well. Um, and then first year out of school, um, they had something called the Alan Parler Chief Memorial Academy, um, mm. which was uh, a player from Wainui who passed away. Um, and his, he he was a close family friend of ours, so his dad and my dad were uh, best mates at each other's weddings. Um, so I really wanted to play for Wainui and be part of that academy just for the, I guess, the family uh, connection and, and what that sort of meant. Um, yep. So I played uh, that first year for for Waikoue, uh, but for their Colts and also for their for their top team. Um, and then come the end of the year, um, obviously Wainui at that point at that at that time were a senior senior ones. They they weren't premiers. Uh, came the end of the year, it was kind of a tough decision. Like, did I want to play premier rugby or or did I want to um, stay with Wainui and? I guess also the fact that I went to St. Bernard's College um, and had a lot of the rugby guys uh, at Huddle Boys Maris. Um, um, I jumped in with Hutt uh, playing uh, sevens for them at the end of 2002, which was their first year out of school. And uh, back then they had quite an awesome um, sevens uh, circuit, like there was four... Four tournaments, and they all um, the winner of the series uh, went to Singapore to represent Wellington. Yeah, right. And so uh, that that year, I played for Hat. We won the the series, so we got to go over to um, to Singapore. So I uh, had, hadn't even played for Premier Rugby for Hat, and we'd already kind of been over to Singapore. And um, yeah, obviously wanted to to test myself playing Premier Rugby. So um, yeah, tough decision, but. I guess at the end of the day or well, looking back, it was probably the, the right decision.
0: Yeah, yeah, nice. Uh, I remember hearing about those Singapore trips. Um, they were kind of legendary. But uh, So so begins your, your journey off the Eagles, bro, when you, when you get there, um, and it kind of all works out. Uh, Jubilee Cups, Wendell Shields, uh, your Blazer, 200 games. Um, Eagles been a big part of your life.
1: Uh, yeah absolutely and i'm sure if you ask my wife she'd um she'd probably agree uh with a bit of a cross look on her face as well i mean obviously you do it you do it first and foremost because you you know you love doing it it's it just becomes part of you know what you do um and I think for me like I always was um type of person if you 're going to do something you do it, do it properly so you know tuesday thursday play saturday then then saturday night you're in there um you know supporting your club um and sharing having a beer and and getting into that social side of things so yeah obviously a big part um but you you do it because you enjoy it you know you don't you don't stop playing because you don't enjoy it you know it's just i guess other things um in your life kids work your body um starts to fail you but yeah you you do it because you love it hmm. and I,
0: I like to ask guys that um kind of have, have... Being able to play off their brothers and things, you got to play off Jase uh, quite a bit. And the cool thing is, you both kind of captain teams to to win Jubilee Cups. That must have been pretty special and pretty special for the family as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I mean, our our family is really supportive of us. You know parents at every game, uh, grandparents, aunties, uncles, you know, they're, they're really supportive of us. Um, but yeah, something, something pretty uh, unique and special that um, me and Jace share in terms of being able to um, captain Jubilee Cup winning sides um, and having each other in that team. So in 2007, I was captain and Jason was player. In 2014, Jace was captain and, and I was a player. So yeah, pretty special. Um, but like regardless of... Winning those trophies, just being able to share the field with your brother um yeah is is is, is just special in itself um, yeah
0: nice nice bro um but when when you look back kind of and, and have a look at the journey that the Eagles have taken kind of it was a merger uh then they had to kind of build up and get into that prims environment. Um, just to see how far, the, far the clubs come in the state that the clubs in now, that must be special again. Like, where the clubs come so far.
1: Yeah, yeah, and I suppose um, I guess I started uh, because I'm a Wainui junior. I, my connection with Huddle Boys Maris didn't start till you know to end of two thousand and two, and by that stage the mm-hmm. club had well and truly uh, been merged for a number of years. So all I've all I know is Huddle Boys Marist. So you know, yeah. there's obviously some of that. Um, old timers that played for Hutt Old Boys or Hutt Valley Maris. All I know is Hutt Valley Maris. And um yeah, we've been we've been pretty lucky in terms of the success that we've had. Um just prior to um me joining Hutt, you know, we'd spent a, a number of years in the senior first uh grade and and um, you know, I think guys like Doug Power, Aaron Theobald, Pelonga Pedro, who played for the club during that time and then into the early 2000s who we were playing Premier, like for me there, you know, I put them up on the pedestal that they they played for the club during that um, that time. Um, I think we've been really lucky in terms of our Colts teams and, um, you know, the, the culture that they have. Um, off the field and the success that they've on, on the field then sort of flows through into the senior grade. So we've been pretty lucky, lucky like that. Nice. Shout out to those guys.
0: Um, just quickly, like, how, how are you guys shaping up this year prior to lockdown? Pretty good numbers and pretty good pre-season?
1: Uh, yeah, like, we, um, yeah, I think we were uh, um, looking forward to having a good year. Like, you can't... Um, Look into your crystal ball and and know with you how many wins and losses you're going to have but I, uh, you know we all would have been competitive in every game it was really enjoying the uh the com- camaraderie the spirit amongst the guys you know we'd lost a couple of guys um like sheridan and joe that have that were up in Hawkes bay um but I think that that gave everybody a bit of a chance to step up themselves and and was really enjoying the work ethic that the guys were doing. We had a good trip away to Spillane, uh where the boys played some some decent footy and and enjoyed themselves off the field as well so I was feeling like um it was gonna be uh yeah a a good season like you obviously can't predict what the results were gonna be but um sorry, and, and likewise likewise with uh sort of the, the other teams across the the club as well the colts um were looking good in terms of numbers and and the score levers that had come through with the existing colts players um, excited about our women 's team this year as well with some um some really exciting um ideas in the the coaching group um, so yeah I mean across the board. I uh, was really excited for the season, but obviously a bit disappointing, but um, yeah, obviously outside of, of everybody's uh, control and, and rugby sort of uh, rightly had to take sort of the back seat.
0: Indeed. Uh, nice work there, Brad. I'd, I'd probably be remiss not to ask. Um, I don't want to get you in trouble with the union or anything, but uh, what, what kind of season would you like to see
1: coming out of lockdown? Oh, jeez. Um, I mean, one that has as many grades as possible um i would be disappointed if we sort of came out and it was only uh premier men's i think mm. at a at an absolute minimum it has to be prems prem reserves colts and women's yeah um at a minimum and then hopefully we can uh hopefully more grades you know obviously like the reserve grade prezies you know try and get as much forty for everybody as possible um and play as late as possible as well so um if we don't get underway till july then why can't we play through till end of october um oh. that's when f- some fields would be available for rip games and uh stevens tournaments are still going to um sort of early november so um oh. yeah just a couple a couple of thoughts
0: nice thanks for that bro um but one of the things I, I really respect about you is is kind of your your service to club um not just as a player but off the field um and a lot of your senior boys bro keep involved through coaching or just helping out and things like that um like i've seen you kind of even kit up uh, for the barbers and what's that uh, first grade um kind of you enjoy kind of doing that kind of thing or getting up
1: to help and just being involved off the field and stuff yeah no absolutely like um yeah I, I mean i still still love playing um the game, you know, and if you can get a chance to play then 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 great, and I think um part of what well, you kind of touched on in terms of some of the guys giving keen, keen to give back, you know, I think it doesn't necessarily matter what team you play for, you're still playing for your club, so whether it's the top team or the bottom team like it doesn't doesn't matter, you still have a chance to get out, do something that you love enjoy yourself and then have a beer afterwards like that's what that's what it's about like you know that's what footy is about it's not just about um making the rep teams or playing for the all blacks like um and i I the thing that i found playing um first grade or for the barbers like those bunch of guys are the guys that are 100 percent doing it for the right reasons you know none of them are ever and not harboring any ambitions of doing it for the glory or doing it to make a rep team so it's purely just for the love you know the guys um you know they're coming straight from work you know they turn up in their work gears because they've just done a you know double shift or whatever they just they just want to play the game so it's i think it's so it's such an awesome um great actually
0: Nice bro. I like that answer. Uh, spot on too bro. Um bro I'm kinda lucky, uh, or somewhat lucky. I still do jugs for, for my time at the Eagles. Um, but uh somewhat lucky to, to have spent time at both clubs, bro. And every time McBain comes around, I don't know, it's just a just a real good good experience. Um you, is this kind of a highlight every year for for you and, and maybe the club, just a big focus on one game?
1: Uh oh absolutely. Yeah. It's um yeah, something that definitely stands out in the calendar. Um, I'd have to, I'd, you know, I'd almost uh, go out and say it's probably the top club game of the year, well, particularly in the Swindell Shield, you know, outside of a um, you know, Jubilee Cup sort of semi or final. Like, there doesn't seem to be another club rivalry that, um, you know, attracts the, the hype. I mean, obviously, it's always running about by club weekly and, and club rugby and stuff like that. So, it's definitely something that... Um, the players look forward to and also um ex-players as well um you know last couple of years obviously not being involved uh, in a playing capacity in those games but you know you get down you watch um you would have heard a uh, number of people have bets on the game and stuff like that so it's 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 a real special um special day and build up and uh and obviously um you know the winning team you get the bragging rights for the for the rest of the year so very important yeah. Nice, bro. Um, bro, I'll,
0: I'll put you on the spot here. La- last question before I, I go into the McBain uh, stuff further. Uh,
1: who's the favourite eight and ten that you've played with? Um, question. Matt. Uh, Matt Timmy is probably my favourite. Um, favourite eight. Um, hmm. probably not necessarily the the best eight, but he's the person that if I was going into battle with, I would want him by my side. Um. Obviously, go back to St Bernard's days. Um, very, very tough, committed. Uh, won't take a backwards step. Um, and if, as a, especially as a halfback, a little skinny. Well, I was little and skinny, but as a as a white, you know, little white boy halfback, that's who you want in front of you, protecting you. Um, and then I guess the complete opposite uh, at first five would be uh, Jonathan Bentley um pound for pound probably the one of the toughest players that i've played with there was there was next to nothing of him but he had so much heart um and another one of those guys that you thought you know geez what he what do you got to do to play uh some rip footy so um yeah. those will be that's my eight and my ten
0: Yeah, I reckon next time we get on we'll we'll cover all those guys that that didn't get kind of higher honours and stuff. But um, we'll get into the McBain stuff, bro, if that's cool. Uh, I've come up with a list of questions that we'll ask Mutz as well. Uh, He's coming up at 3 o'clock. But um, do you remember your first McBain?
1: Uh, (laughs) Yep, yep. So my first McBain was 2003. um, And we won that year. We were... Huge underdogs. as was our first year back in uh, Premier Rugby. Um, we had a, a, yeah, kind of no names, young guys. Um, and Patoni had the likes of obviously the Collins boys, uh, Dan Ferrani, um, heaps of them. And, um, yeah, we, we just won that. Um, but um, what stands out for that game for me was that I watched the entire game from the bench. Um, but nevertheless, it was, a, it was an awesome, awesome result. Nice. Um, you just touched on
0: kind of what stuck out for you there, but uh, do you have a, a McBay memory that kind of sticks
1: up above uh, the rest? Um, so probably uh, two, two for, for different reasons. So um, in 2004, sorry, excuse me, um, I was probably personally, I um, remember scoring a try and uh, setting Polonga up for, for a sort of the try that sort of sealed it um sort of at at rick, Rec. Um and obviously kind of the first my first McBay where I was sort of on the field and, and contributing. Um, and <laughs> beforehand, like sort of Matt, uh I think like Mongi, Otto, Polonga we went oh. for lunch and Patoni, and then walked to the Rec. And uh it wasn't looking too good for us with being, I think, down twenty seven twenty with sort of five minutes to go and then I think we got a penalty and then uh Anthony Utanga scored uh the match winner in the corner on the sort of full time whistle and uh just being able to uh, just to just feel the elation of that sort of that winning try was was, was pretty special. Yeah. How how often does it happen, eh, hey? the, the old
0: last minute try? to get things out yeah, oh, the it's crazy.
1: It's it's things you sort of like dream of, eh?
0: Yeah. Uh, nice bro. Is um during um, I know like when you play you sometimes like to have a chat to, to the opposite half or to the opposite pack, but uh is there a bit more gamesmanship on the field during a McBain game?
1: Uh probably um uh, probably yes. More so for the fact that um you probably know you know a lot more people in the opposition. Like you you obviously went to school with some of them or you've you've yeah. You know, you're so close to you. you know probably a little bit more about them where you can kind of, um, yeah, find things to discuss. Personal digs? Oh, maybe not too personal, but... um, Yeah.
0: Nice. Um, Bro, do you think uh, McBain's are getting better and better or more intense or um, the, the old days kind of McBain were kind of better games to watch?
1: Oh, oh, shit, that's a, that's a tough question to answer because I think the game's kind of, like, changing so much. It's so hard to compare teams and players from, from different eras. Like, I would say that there's just as much interest in, in it. Um, and I think, as, you know, in terms of game... I, I'd, I'd say it's get, it's getting better because each year rugby sort of gets better. I think, like obviously the players, better athletes, um, wanting to go on, see it as a profession potentially as well. So um, I'd say it's I'd say it's it's getting better. I
0: suppose. Nice, um, is there a couple of guys or one or two guys from Patoni that you didn't like playing against?
1: Um, I wouldn't say uh, didn't like playing against because that was part of the challenge and and I guess part of the fun as well in terms of that competition. I think guys that, that stick out as, as good competitors and you always knew it was going to be a tough day at the office bushy's bushy for one um he loved well he never took a backward step, did he um so that was that was yeah and that was awesome to be part of, and you know the type of guy that um you think jeez he's a bit of a you know, so and so, but like we actually have a beer deal with him and get to meet him. Like, you know, he's actually a, a, a nice guy. Um, just another guy. Yeah, yeah. Um, other guys like huge, obviously club legend. Um, Tank was always pretty formidable. Um, yeah, those guys probably uh, stick out. No, no one that you didn't didn't not like playing against. I mean, probably just made it even better. Like the the victories, I suppose, if you got one. Mm. Nice. Uh did you get involved with any friendly bets uh during McBain's time? Uh no, not not personally, but I uh, you know, know of a couple. Obviously, uh there's a guy, A. D. Maney, at our club. Um yeah. he's he played and, and coached our premier for a number of years and each year he had a I think it was a hundred jug bet down at the Bellevue. Uh loser has to buy the other a hundred jugs. Um, and then that that same year they were just spoken about 2018 when we scored the match winner. Uh, Matt Timmy and uh, Joe Hopkins had a bet The losing team they wouldn't they wouldn't be able to use the McEwen Bridge for a year. So um, <laughs> that's right. Which was which was pretty that's pretty awesome that bit. Um, and yeah. I Joe to his word reckons he did not so I'll, I'll stand by and say that I believe him. Hard. I'd always bet with uh Taiso.
0: and every time I did, man, I friggin' lost a eh? amount of times I play work. Um Bro, if you could choose any two guys from Tony in your playing days to bring over to Hart, is there two guys that you'd pick?
1: Ooh, geez. That's a tough question. Um yeah. uh, the opposite yeah um oh i think i think muts would be one that i'd put in that boat um and sticking with that same bonus connection as well um i think that's uh like inspirational for petoni like such a well particularly over the last sort of five or six years completely different team you know, when Mats is in there versus when he's when he's not, you know, heart and soul. Um, and the other one I'll say Galau So uh, William Waller Um I thought he was yeah, just a real classy, classy winger, good finisher. Um, but shit, you could probably name another ten players.
0: Good choices, bro. I like that. Um, rate right, these the one to three. Uh Jubilee Cup, Swindale Shield, and McBain Shield.
1: I'd say, obviously, JC would be one,
0: maybe? Yeah, I think
1: JC one, McBain two, Swindale three. Easy.
0: Um, bro, would you describe the whole rivalry? I'm not sure. I think hatred's a bit of a strong word, or well, more of an intense kind of competition, Competition, Buzz.
1: Yeah, I think, I mean, I think hatred's probably... Uh, a good word to use for the 80 minutes that you're playing uh yeah. definitely not definitely not afterwards because it's pretty uh it's pretty good spirited obviously uh you know geographically how close the clubs are uh pull from the you know pretty much the same um talent pool in terms of school leavers you know there's a there's lots of stream Valley high saint bernard's hibbs boys across both clubs so there's there's you know you're playing against guys that you went to score. With. So, you know, there's there's that bond which means you actually want to win the game a bit more, you know, you don't want your mates to have have something hanging over you. Um but yeah, I mean it's 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 certainly a very intense, passionate sort of rivalry. Um and I think sometimes it's uh the old timers or the fans that probably get caught up in it more than the, the actual players, you know?
0: Nice. And um, say in a McBain week, bro, if you have a couple of guys new to the club or new to McBain or new to Prem's, um, do you just describe it as a, just another game for them or do you try to educate them a bit around the history of McBain? Yeah,
1: that's, I mean, that's a, that's a tricky one. I think we've kind of done uh, both in the past, you know, really try to uh, build it up um, and, you know, get past players to sort of come in on the Thursday night and, and talk about their McBain... Um, you know experiences and and you know sometimes that that's backfired in terms of you know you get a bit too excited and forget that you still have to actually go out and and play a game of rugby uh, other times we've you know treated like it's just another another game and just let the let the occasion take care of itself because when you get out there and you get down there you, you feel the, the the occasion and the hype anyway so I mean that's probably my my preference you just it's just any any other game and but when you get there you know it's you know it's not you you get the sense with the crowd and and the day itself and and that kind of um that gets you up for it anyway.
0: Nice. Okay, bro, that, that's pretty much me, bro. But, um, kind of what's next for the McRisdon and other boys?
1: What's the plan for the rest of the year? Uh, well, yeah, I suppose it depends on uh, how uh, quickly we get back into to level two and if people can stay away from sort of lining up at KFC and Mackers. Um, but yeah, I mean, hope, hopefully, we're, we're you know a couple of weeks away from level two. Um, that means that uh sports teams can sort of start training um with a uh, few with restrictions on to to make sure that you're maintaining distance and, and stuff like that and then hopefully fairly quickly we get into to level one and we can sort of get a bit of normality to to how we train and um hopefully hopefully we get footy underway and, and have a decent competition I, I, I suppose everybody's going to be in the same sort of boat in terms of disrupted, uh, you know, build up, but I think that's going to mean that, um, it's probably going to be a more exciting competition, I think. Like, you don't know what mm. you've got until you don't have it, type of thing, you know. Yeah. Um, so I think a lot of people are missing out on it. Uh, the fact that, um, you're not sure what, um, Super Rugby All Blacks, uh, Lions might look like, you might see an influx of those players playing club rugby which will be which will be awesome uh, you're probably not going to get the guys going overseas to to on short yeah. stints and and stuff like that because of the travel stuff so i think you're probably going to see a really really awesome even competition this year i think mm. fingers crossed
0: yeah, well bro, thanks heaps uh, to yourself and, and Huddle Boys for coming on today. Um to Chat McBain and and a few things rugby and to for our guys to get get to know you a little bit better. Uh huge huge uh, fan of what you do, bro. Um one of my favorite players to, to watch play. When to be honest, bro, one of the smartest guys I've ever I've ever got to play with. So um shout out to you guys and
1: Hart bro and thanks for coming on today, really appreciate it. Nah cheers, uh, cheers fridge. Pleasure's all mine. Um love what you're doing. Um, and I'm sure we'll uh, see you at the club rooms for a beer sometime, eh? You yeah, mate. Definitely catch up soon, eh? All right. Cheers, bud. See ya.
0: Cheers, brother.